You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the hole in none fantasy golf podcast with me words and my neighbor vje mr dodie fayade on tonight's podcast kh lee chases down spieth in texas for his second consecutive win at the byron nelson i'm happy for lee chapo but who cares it is pga championship week at southern hills we'll go over the featured groups shit picks with a very special guest, Gil Hans. Hey, Johnny. Who? Gil Hans. <laughs> Hans? Is he coming on the show? Hans, Is yeah. he coming on the show? So he, he reached out to me. Hans the... Uh, the Hans the, the destroyer. Hans the guy that sharpens skates for Bombay. <laughs> Come on, this always ties back to Mighty Ducks here, bub. <laughs> there was Jan, and then there was also Hans. They were brothers. They ran oh, the they skate shop. Oh, they were twins, shop. yeah. When one of them died, they were like, how are we going to bring this fuck back for the second one? <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll call oh, him yeah. Hans. Twin. He has got a twin, of course. <laughs> yeah. Bombay got drunk with him, and he had a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Hans died of very suspicious circumstances, and uh, Gordon Bombay was the last to see him alive. <laughs> he had his throat slashed by a sharpened skate. <laughs> Uh, how about KH Lee? Where it's a pretty pretty surprising, you ask me. Okay, successfully right. defends his championship. Yeah, zero uh, zero picks from our league. Um, so yeah, not a lot of faith on the repeat winner from last year. I think the bigger story was kind of that he chased down Spieth, which was um, you know, you know, it was something. He played in the final group with JT also, and JT's been hitting the ball great. And uh, KH Lee just something about that Texas water, I guess. Yeah. Um, and what I'm even more stunned at, $1.6 million for the old Byron Nelson. Pretty good old payday for K.H. Lee. Yeah, back-to-back years. He's going to love that. Uh, High-stepping his way to live golf. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I go to talk about K.H. Lee, you know, it's hard to not, like, throw in a... Choppy? Yeah, a little, yeah. Lee Choppy. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, and you were right, Words. You hit the nail on the head. Last year it was, what, 25? He wins it by one shot at 26 under. So Exciting tournament. Very, not, a, not a lot of bogeys that came into play. There was a lot of people that were saying the PGA Tour should be ashamed of themselves for trotting them out on that golf course, which, you know, give me a fucking break. Yeah, what whatever. can you do? I mean, it's fun having weeks like that, and then you go into weeks like this where it's going to be a serious test and double bogey is staring down anyone on any given hole. So it's fine. Whatever. Words, we're, we're back to, like, the whole thing. You know, it's it's been a while since I've been able to say this. Been a while. <laughs> it's been a while since I've gone and fucked things up just like I always do. Uh, <laughs> Dude, don't look at me in the eyes when yes, you sing like that. Uh, no, so I, uh, I get to finally say it again, Words. It, the West Coast swing, I get to say it a lot, but... We're back to a course that I've played. I'm familiar with this place, Bob. Real familiar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've only played Southern like eight times. 
you've done it um, since the remodel post, at UNS. Yeah. Post, yeah. Um, obviously, they've added... I've heard the tee they added on 13, the par 5. Like, there are going to be several holes where they're hitting their tee shots over greens that guys are, like, on. <laughs> so that'll be interesting. Um, That's a little much. I mean, then one of the par three par threes. One of the par fives is, like, 630-something. 637. That's aggressive. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would yeah. call that a, a three-shot par par five for everyone. This well, week. that's what I – so uh, – you know, we can get into a lot of that later. Obviously, one of the things we we're going to talk about is I went to the golf subpar live show in Tulsa last night at McNelly's. But <laughs> dude, were you served with a restraining order? No, I was not. But that's one hundred percent what they said is is when you start making these types of par fives, all it is is a hundred yard par three. You know, yeah. that, that's literally what it turns into. So, uh, and I never heard of it that way before. But that's exactly what it's going to be. You know. Like these guys are all going to be playing second shots to give themselves their comfortable wedge yardage in, and it's probably going to, you know, still be a birdie fest. I mean, nobody complains that Augusta, like fifteen and thirteen at Augusta, are, are usually eagle or birdie holes, but they changed uh, one of those this year to make that a lot different. Fifteen was a lot different this year there, but yeah, I think zero or one eagles. Yeah, uh, one eagle, I should say. Yeah, how was the uh, golf subpar deal? It was great. Um, so it was funny because <laughs> I, I had some business uh, that I did up in Stillwater for uh, you know my job, and then I just headed over because I was already that far north. So yeah, it was hey, about, I'm already right here, right? I'm already an hour and a half away. Instead, instead of an hour and a half drive from OKC, it was an hour drive from where I was. Um, and, and it was at McNelly's there, which I've been to that McNelly's. I actually, the, the one and only time I'd been to that McNelly's before was after I'd played Southern. We went over there and had a couple beers after um and so i show up there probably about three o'clock and the show is supposed to start at four and i walk in and literally there are eight people there and i'm like what the fuck am i getting punked is this is this for real and it turns out like there's a big golf simulator and shit set up outside like on this patio that i didn't even see but at did one, you go? Did you walk out there? You're like hey someone hit with that driver yeah, let me let me show you guys you want to see some fucking speed uh so, no, I, I sat at the bar by myself and had a couple beers very quickly to where I had to, like, slow myself down. Loosen you up a little bit. Just like, okay, just be cool. Well, our, and you go up to him, like, don't don't tell him how short he is. He knows. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. No, so I was waiting. Our, our guest picker from last week, uh, Caldwell, uh, he was meeting me up there because he and another guy from the league, uh, Justine Reed, a.k.a. Bill, he, they were both playing in the, there was a barstool two-man uh, night tournament up there at LaFortune Park Golf Course. And so um, Caldwell met me there. Bill ended up being about 30 minutes behind him. But Caldwell texts me and he's like, am I at the wrong, am I at the wrong McNellies? <laughs> and I go, yeah, because I'm sitting at the bar and I'm, I'm at this point in time, I am the only person at this bar. <laughs> uh, and so turns out he's downtown, drives 23 minutes to, to find me. And then Bill comes about 20 minutes after, but um, so then in walks Colt and he's got like an entourage with him, but it's Graham Dillette, you know, the, the Canadian tour player, uh, Canadian former tour player. He was a medalist at the Rio games in golf. I think he, uh, Justin Rose got first, but I think Graham Dillette either got second or third. Even. In Brazil. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. It had to be second cause Cooch. That's Cooch right. Backdoor yeah. into that third so spot. Graham Dillette was a silver medalist at that tournament. And so. You know, of course, I walk over to Colt, and I'm like, hey, Colt, it's J.E. And he's like, oh, J.E., what's, J.E. and OKC, what's up? And so I <laughs> talked to him for a second, and I was like, man, it sucks Drew's not here, but that's pretty cool that, uh, 
you know, they're they're doing so well in the four ball. And by the way, at this point in time, one half of that show, Drew Stoltz is in the, in the finals of the USAM four ball, which is cool. But I said, it sucks Drew's not here. And Graham Dillette looks at me and he's like, what do you mean it sucks Drew's not here? Because that's why he was filling in. So... Um, you're I'm like, because like, like, you're a dirty old Canuck fuck. I don't know you. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I'm like, what's up, Graham? John English, nice to meet you. I just said my he's first. He's like, I've already forgot. I've already forgot your name, mate. But then, he's Australian. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, now he's Australian. <laughs> but then in walks our one of our favorite guys on tour, Matt Every. You know, the guy who famously got arrested in uh, his Cedar Rapids hotel room at the uh, John Deere Classic for smoking dope, poking smart. <laughs> yeah, and then. Uh, Basically, he just walks up, thinks that like I'm one of the guys. That so you're like, somebody. Hey. Yeah, he's like, hey, man, Matt. I'm like, hey, Matt, John, nice to meet you. Um, but anyways, the show was great. Of course, I asked a question, got a little shout out. I was on the pod a little bit, just yeah. my voice. Listen. And uh, all I could get out of that thing was that Matt Every was just fucked up. Like, he was the only <laughs> one drinking. It was sponsored by Doors, and he had a short glass, I think, of Doors. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. And he's then, a little brown. And then once, we were, <laughs> once we were leaving... You know, I Colt, I, of all people, I'm taking a piss before I get back on the road back to OKC, and Colt walks in the bathroom, and I'm like, oh, what's up, Colt? Great show, man. Uh, by the way, uh, you know, I'm heading back. No, what I said to him, I go, so who you got tomorrow? And he's like, what do you mean? I go, who, who's your feature group you're assigned to? He's like, J.E., it's Tuesday. The tournament doesn't start till Thursday. And I was like, You oh. drunk fuck? <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, I'm about to just drive an hour and a half from here, bub. Were you just with every up back? <laughs> yeah, and then... Uh, then I, so I walk out and I see Every and he's behind the wheel of a blue Dodge Charger <laughs> rental car. Shotgun Every, yeah. So Every Every had a, a couple of doors and just drove back and aimlessly around Tulsa. I'm invincible. Yeah. So I don't know what Avery. I, I haven't checked to see if anyone got arrested, but I know Avery was behind the wheel after Every was behind the wheel after having a few doors, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> Well, you mentioned the show, though, at least one of them, right? No, I uh, didn't, and I, I thought about right? it. I, I should have right. <laughs> worn our, our merch, which, by the way, you can't get anymore because it's sold out. So, Evan and Zach, thanks. Um, it's done? Well, I mean, it's like you go to our link on our bio where I've, it's like, get our merch, and then it's like not available. So, I'm like, oh, I guess we could re-up, or you guys should just make some more fucking shirts. I mean, you're putting Gay Bikers podcast stuff in your store, for Christ's sake. anyways um but yeah so it was good um and that's just one of the many things i've (laughs) i think i've got six of eight days straight of of golf related shit so six of eight days yeah well that's funny because earlier you were like so stressed about oh work is just such a grind yeah it's because i'm not there (laughs) bub no uh so we talked about this where it's you Tell us about tell us about Dornick Hills. You played Dornick Hills on Friday. Yes, played Dornick. It's great. The greens are firm and fast, and they're pure. Uh, I really like kind of the adjustments they've made. The new layout. It needs a little bit of time to come on in some of those some of those hot Ardmore nights. Uh, we had an absolute ball with the resident crew, Reed, Sal, just like last year, and then your 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 spot was given to first captain grooms which was just fucking <laughs> no it wasn't because i was on the awesome. cart with him remember i was listed on the cart with him so sal must have got my spot <laughs> oh well sal was me that was great okay. uh they were maybe it was your spot <laughs> yeah it was probably mine i don't think i was ever really you know it's cool je do you want to play like do we have to invite words <laughs> <laughs> yeah no no one really asked about you that day which is fun what? yeah what? yeah oh <laughs> No, Not but, when Grooms had a 17-hour funk playlist on Spotify. Oh, you guys should follow him. Christ. It was just getting real funky out there. Um, 
And then you guys ended up going, did you? Tio's, Tio's baby. That's yeah. right. Yes. Fucking A right. We went to PV, went to Tio's uh, with Chance. Royal treatment. Yeah, you were, with, you were with Grizzly Adams. Yep, Grizzly Adams sat next to him. T-Vicious. Yeah, they were all there, man. It was a uh, it was a great day. T Vicious has the most insane putter cover I've ever seen. It's like this leather gun holster, and on it it has the uh, from Pulp Fiction, the Samuel L. Jackson wallet, the bad motherfucker on it. Oh wow! Right next to a, a, a persimmons wood five met five wood <laughs> true persimmons wood. So with, I was like, that is balls with a regular steel shaft. I'm sure. Oh fucking eight, babe. Yeah, well, good. Don't go changing. So you had a big day, I imagine. So yeah, I was home and real to bed real early that night. Wheezy, daddy's real sleepy, real <laughs> sleepy. And then my boss was actually in town, so I played Twin Hills early, early the next morning, uh, and it was great. He is a stick, and he plays the most insane game home game I've ever been a part of. It's a, it's a uh, a Wolf Daytona game. So there are two sets of teams on every fucking hole. So it's basically you don't know who oh, you fuck. You don't know who your friend is and who your Suck enemy dick, is. Suck dick, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you better be playing. Better be concentrating on your own ball in that game. But uh. Uh, but we played a five dollar hammer on the back, uh, which was pretty hysterical. He's got a really nice like make a five footer wave to the crowd, like me, like a je, uh, definitely a je, <laughs> John Day. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah, and played with uh, Domino's, Stephen Brown oh, out there, nice. twenty. So yeah, shout out, shout out, twin. So you uh, you had a Friday, Saturday. I played Friday, Sunday, and then also turned around and got in a little scramble Monday. But with, uh, I love this ball. No, that so that's this Saturday. But I played oh. in the wing scramble with our boys Crowder and R. Scott, who both were you know top uh, five finishers in segment one, and are still having pretty good. R. Scott's in third overall right now, and I think Crowder's maybe sixteen. So um, we had a hell of a time on Monday. Same kind of deal, just not at Quell. At Quail, at Quail looked great. Nice. Quail looked great. Um, and just so you know, Chapo and I both qualified for the Maxwell. So that was oh, yeah, that that's was what the deal you, Friday. That's what you better dealed the the resident guys for. Y- yes, yes. I mean, hey, I broke 80. I didn't three-putt once. You know, that was nice. That's good. But that's about all I can say. And then Sunday ended up playing our match in the match play. So words, I've taken care of my part. If you win your match, we play each other. We bring microphones out on the course. We maybe hire a camera crew and we fucking stream the whole goddamn thing. Yeah, none of that will happen. But hey, <laughs> you got to get it scheduled. You got to schedule tight. it first, right? Sounds pretty tight. Uh, no, I got to win first, and I I think the dude I'm playing, Justin, I bet him once. Yeah, he's awesome. He's I played with him. Yeah, yeah, and he came from Oak Tree National, so mm-hmm. I think that that. His two point whatever may travel a little better than my worst five in the world at uh, OKC. So we'll see how that uh, shapes up for old Andy. I'm gonna need to catch. Hey, just one day in the sun. That's all we're asking for, baby. One day of sunshine. Isn't that? Wasn't that like the name of Tom Watson and uh, Jack Nicholas's like showdown? <laughs> a day in the sun or something like that. <laughs> Words starring in a day in the sun. Yeah, and until August when it's the club championship and it's just three days in the sun. What if uh, you and I, if we play each other in, instead of one day in sun, and we'll call it one day in hell. Yeah. The J.E. The and words match. <laughs> it's like, yeah, just win, please. Mm. That was funny. We had the opportunity. We've never, we've never had an official match against one another, have we? I don't think so. Like, it was toyed around with, like, it was going to have to be a Maxwell Cup deal, and then you were like, fuck no. No, we're not doing that. I don't want to fucking play words. <laughs> <laughs> the show's over. <laughs> fuck it, the show's over. 
<laughs> That's how podcasts get ended. Mm-hmm. Well, we got too much. It's, there's too much money turning the wheels on this thing right now. Yeah. To stop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so words, this was like my one day of like not dicking off of the week. And so, you know, here we are. That's why you were so miserable. Yeah, here we are. It's it's about 5.30 central time here. We're both heading to the tournament tomorrow. Both picks are in. We've both made oh, our picks. Christ. Um, you're going with a good crew. You've got Cody. You've got f- my best friend, Patrick Fields. Who else is going with you guys? Fudge. Oh, nice. President of Quell, Taylor Fudge. Is he going to drive you up there in one of his fucking like old school Aston Martins or yeah, something? Yeah, we're going to get in a two-seater, all the four of us, <laughs> and uh, we're just going to see what happens. I get bitch! Yeah. I was like, what's this thing run on? Peat moss? <laughs> well, uh, I'm going with Gray, uh, Spencer, Steve, so several guys from the league. Maybe, might have a Bill Payne sighting, not sure, so. Nice. Uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to convene and drink $18 beers together. Is y'all Sprinter full? I don't, I don't know. I'm letting Gray handle that, Bob. <laughs> He's a very busy man. We're flying up there, bub. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's crazy. You know, that's the first thing I got sent to me Monday. Uh, one of the guys from the league, our our, our boy uh, Patrick Reed's choker, Tyler yeah. Thomas. He he sent me a he sent me the the first guy to send me the the, the picture of the the concession stands featuring the eighteen dollar Michelobes. And Brooks is like, well, they're twenty five ounces, so they'll be fine. Twenty four, yeah, that's what the deal was at Tory, man. Just hey, just rock those conas, babe. <laughs> just rock five <laughs> yeah. of those conas. You'll be fucking lit. Surfing that wave. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. Are you gonna wear your Shrix on hat? Oh, goddamn right I am. I thought about wearing my golden nose shirt, but I didn't know if I get kicked off the property. Oh bullshit. I can't believe you didn't wear it to the show last night. That's that would have been a conversation starter. Colt, like, whoa, what the fuck? That's that's Dustin Johnson with a golden nose. What is that? Yeah, John? it's because he loves coke. You remember, motherfucker? <laughs> remember when you used to do coke with him? <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of, it's like I, we we can get into the feature groups later, but DJ, man, not man. not too much hope for him. I don't know, man. I, I think he's gonna be a sneaky. I didn't have the balls to take him. I'll go ahead and say that, but. I think he's going to have a pretty good showing. We'll see. Um, so, words, do you want to quickly get into the Byron, or did we already cover enough? I mean, KHL won. Jordan Spieth got second. Um, well, I'll just say um, Thursday morning is, like, my favorite time of week just because, as we've said, every t- you know, the possibilities are just fucking endless. Gooch had a morning tea time. He starts bogey bogey, and all I hear is fucking Caldwell like, <laughs> "You fell for the pick. You fell for that sucker pick." <laughs> it's like, God fucking damn it! Oh God no! Jesus God no! No, Cassandra. <laughs> yes, all of those things. Like at eight thirty on my desk, just like rocking back and forth, just like, oh my God, what was I thinking? Well, and to top it all off, you know, you got Sebastian Munoz just going fucking crazy. Shoots 28 on the back nine, 60. Um, so, and, and that's when, you know, we get all, our boy C-Rob's like, oh, I should have picked Munoz instead of Johnny Vegas. And like several, you know. C-Rob sent receipts. He had uh, Munoz on his bench. He did, but he also had a ticket for first round winner or first round leader on Munoz. So I think he's, he's. He may hear this and be like, fuck you guys, but he's laughing all the way to the bank. So We think. Who knows what he's shoving in the middle every week. (laughs) I love it. Hey, he likes to roll the dice. Yes. Um, But, yeah, you know, other than that, man, it was kind of crazy because, you know, Jordan Spieth, red hot. Obviously, that's going to set him up well to be a very, very highly picked player this week. And it's not just red hot. It's like he's hitting it the best he's ever hit in his entire fucking career and – 
his swing just looks like it does right now. It's just like, God, it just perfect, perfect speed. Well, it's a perfect speed week, which is why I think it's a trap. Well, just like that, though. Ooh, too. is that a little butter? Hey, it, it's, it wouldn't be the Wednesday before a major without hey, a little just shard, so you guys bub. know, it is a little shardy party. <laughs> hey. Um, so, another guy that literally just, like, a rocket up his ass into contention this week. Xander, you know, after we bashed his ass for riding on Patrick Cantlay's coattails, he was eight shots out of the cut line with 15 holes to play on Friday. And went absolutely nuts. I didn't hear from, that stuff. From that point. That yeah. is nutty. I heard he made the cut by I, one. I think I did he, not hear. he had like a 45-hole wow. stretch where he made 24 birdies. So um, so he's he, not afraid to go low in these yeah. uh, shootouts Which Including a 60. He went 65-61 on the weekend. So it's like, I, I so shout out to one of the, the, the low girl in the league right now, Darcy, queen of the green. She t- texts my wife. She's like, is John thinking about it? And I'm like, why don't you just text me, motherfucker? Um, is John is John taking <laughs> Xander like, this sorry, week? Sorry, I don't want to text my friend's husband. <laughs> but she texts back. She's like, is John taking Xander this week? I just got a feeling John's going to take Xander this <laughs> no. week. It's like, there's one thing I got going for me, words, and this might just shine a little bit of fucking light on in where your eyes of where okay. I'm going. Okay. I got burned at the fucking Masters by, by two going guys. One, two, three. By two guys. I didn't go. Wait. Yeah, Masters. You went one, two, three. Was I, that I players? Took, I took. Yeah, that was players. So <laughs> okay, okay. I took Xander and Jordan both at the Masters. They That's both right. missed the cut. Yeah. And for me to go and turn around and pick those guys after them doing that to me. There was something in the back of my mind that just kept me from doing it. So you, that's two guys I'm not on this week. But if that just – hey, you want to make you want to switch your picks up now, bub? No, <laughs> I, I was not touching them either. Okay. I don't trust Xander at uh, – I don't trust Xander. Yeah. Well, I do, but not this week. And not, not, the ma- not right after the Masters where he burned my ass. So Xander's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Speed is tough to fucking lay off, man. I mean, it's – it's incredible what he's been doing lately. Well, not at the Masters though, right? Yeah. Um, the only other thing, so I guess, anything else you want to add to the, to oh, the Byron? Craig Ranch. Um, yeah, we need Choppy to at least take us down there to see if maybe I could have a couple birdies at a place. <laughs> it seems like that could be done there. Well, that's what's crazy. So my two rounds, my two competitive rounds, Friday and Sunday and 36 holes, I only had one three putt. And I had two birdies, two fucking birdies, which got it done, got it done. But, uh, you know, my one, three putt was on 16 par five where I hit a nine iron into about 25 feet and I blew my first putt like nine feet past. <laughs> just I'm like, that I want, want that eagle. I want that eagle. Just right when you make contact <laughs> no. with a nice smooth putt, that stick, no. of, <laughs> stick of dynamite explodes in your hands. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh God, no. Yeah. And of all things too, it's funny because like. That was my first three putt in a long time. So we go to extra holes, and I have about the same length putt on the first playoff hole, and best lag putt I probably ever hit in my fucking life. I mean, an inch or two from the cup. You know, yeah. go tap it in, match over. Impossible for him not to give it to you. Yeah, that's what you're looking for. Yeah. So um, the one thing I was going to say just about the TPC Craig, Craig Ranch. Uh, so Davis Riley, top T nine guys, having a great year. Um, but one thing I've noticed, you know, his coach is one of our one of my guys, guy that our, my boy Billy Payne put me on, Jeff Smith. I think Jeff Smith spending a little bit too much time with Davis Riley and not enough time with the men from Norway because they have the same coach, like Jeff Smith with Victor and well, Davis fact, Riley's doing well. 
Victor's got to play in tournaments for him to help him, man. Come on, babe. Help me help you, Vic. He hasn't, we haven't seen him since the team play event. We can get into this a little bit right now, but... Let's go over the fucking guys who did well from the Fantasy League at TPC, then we'll jump right fucking into Southern Hills. How about that? How about it, babe? All right. Well, words, a three-week carryover, $150 goes to Colin, Colin Dawson. Dawson. No swad. Uh, this is actually... I think Colin Dawson was there the first time I ever did mushrooms, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> Last time I saw Colin was at Gotzi's, uh bachelor party, or I guess probably wedding, but that yeah. was a great time. Dawson's a good old boy. Wait, he went to the bachelor party in L.A.? Yeah, bub. Fuck. Yeah. I don't remember that that week. Um, in second place, though, we had... Uh, this is a funny thing. I almost know everybody on this top 10. I didn't... I, there's several guys in the league. There's 225 people. I don't know half the guys at least. Um, I almost know every single person on this top 10. So, second place is Fix Your Divots. One, it's one of the guys from the OK Golfer crew, Chuck Rolls. Um, and then we had a six-way tie for third. RWM Frog, that's Rhett Mason, uh, one of Chapo's boys. Also tied for third. Another longtime listener, longtime league member, Harry Balls Higgs, Matt Waller. In that three-way, or the six-way tie also, Another top 10 for this guy, former guest picker last year, Spackler squad, Michael Fitch. Patrick Reed's choker, a guy I brought up earlier. Tyler Thomas had a big week. He was tied for third as well. The worm burners, Baird Harper. If you're not banking with this guy, you're doing something wrong. He's got the likes of the antelope crew. You name it, he's got them. Baird <laughs> Harper, congrats, bud. Uh, and then rounding out the six-way tie for third, you're never going to believe this one. We got Dr. Sketch, Brooks Perry, coming back from the depths of hell. Uh, when he picks, he is dangerous. Yeah, he texted me this morning. He's like, listen, I like so-and-so and so-and-so. Who should my third be? And I'm like, Brooks, why the fuck are you asking me? Like, make the goddamn pick. <laughs> I didn't I didn't give him a name. <laughs> so there you go. Um, and then there was a two-way tie for, thir- or for ninth words. Hit the box, David Box, another great guy, great attorney if you need some help there. And then a rare sighting, first top 10 of the season, only English with an ace, my sister. Talk about depths of hell. That brings her up to about 129 in the, in the uh, standings. So I say this, and she's probably going to come back and catch me the way things are going for me. Um, words, you were T85, $336,000, and we didn't even talk about this. We haven't even said his name. I go into the fucking Sunday with a third-place guy, I've got Joaquin Neiman, who is outright third, and that motherfucker shoots 74 and mm-hmm. wins $68,000. Mm-hmm. So Joaquin's really on my shit list right now. I JT, finished. JT came through for old Andy. T-121 for me, words after that. So Yikes. Yeah. Um, my mate really let me down with that third-round cut. So, um, but yeah, so th- that's the top 10 this week. Uh, so oh, there was a third. I didn't even know there was a third round cut. Yes, there Ooh. was. Cause I think there was like shit, 80 people that made the cut or something initially. So, yeah. um, which it was five under what 80 a, people. What a cut under. line, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, shitty. Yeah, no, it, it yeah. Ugh. So words, as far as the overall standings is concerned, no change up top. OKC Francine, Derek Francine hangs on tight, but he's only got an $87,000 lead over, I want to shake your hand. I want to shake your hand. Ben Doherty, who texted us shortly after uh, <laughs> after the show and said, I nearly spit out my coffee after the Joe Quan Neiman quote. So that was great. I can't believe it. I, I'm so glad that you listened to the show, Doherty, and I'm pulling for you to do well. Again, I bullied his ass into joining the league, so I feel like if you do win, 
Shave me off of like maybe a hundred or two hundred spot for me. Shave it Bub. off the top. Uh, up three spots again. A guy I played this uh, this past Monday with in a scramble. He's volunteering out at Southern Hills today, and he'll be there tomorrow on hole fourteen. So I thought you were going to say he's volatile. He's volatile too, but he's he's out there on fourteen at Southern Hills today and tomorrow. Say hi to him, Ryan Scott. R. Scott. Um, up one spot to number four is Roan Bird, a.k.a. Tramadol, falling two spots. It's just like this guy is just collapsing. Just joking. The beta soy boys, Walker Milligan, he's still at number five. He just, fell two spots there. Just hanging around, hanging around. And then, Jesus Christ, the the winner of this these two guys right here, they have to fight to the death depending on who wins there. We got the Lester brothers back-to-back. We got Jared, give me that, at number six. And Mo Lester, Adam Lester, they're six and seven. This is the second time they've been in consecutive spots, but they're still hanging in the top ten there. Uh, the Lester brothers. Someone is going to get their ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. Nobody fuck with them. Uh, number eight, Grizzly Adams, Chauncey Venables. As you said, you had you had a nice... Mexican meal there at Tio's in Paul's Valley. Go go say hi to those go say hi to those guys in PV if you ever if you ever have the chance. Go to Tio's there, right on the main main strip there in Paul's Valley. Then stop by Mosaic. Yeah, there you go. And then holding tight at number nine words, you Kate oh. Kate Jenner's T box. You're still there in the Me? top ten. <laughs> and then up ten uh, up six spots to number ten. Another guy that I ran into this week, Duck Hookers, Garrett Browning, another guy who's got some serious game on the golf course. So, um, he's a twin, isn't he? He is. Holy shit! Yeah, I heard he's a. He played with Zach and Floyd and I, somebody else, and I think I, I was like, "Yeah, Zach." I ran into Garrett. He said he played with you. He's like, "Yeah." Did he tell you that we fucking took like, I won't say the number amount, but I was like, "God, you guys play for a lot of money." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I forgot to tell you though, my boss's son. Blake started off with five birdies in a row at Twin. Oh. No no biggie. Okay. Finished with about nine on the day. Like, huh. Oh. Hey. Yeah. Wolf. Jesus Christ. Um, so, yeah, words, that's uh, that's the top ten. I fell nine spots after my $68,000 day, which, again, I got I to gotta shout this out. It's like $1 million up from me. I, I'm in the top 25 basically and $1 million down I'm like in 80th. So it is so volatile from about 80 to 30. It's insane. So, so you better get to unique pick and quick. Unique New, you know, new unique, unique New York. New York. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucked. I'm not unique. Fuck. It's hard picking these guys that aren't going to get picked. I mean, what else are you going to say? You want to take a flyer on uh, Robert McIntyre this week? He's never missed a cut. Plays really good in hard golf courses. He's probably going to have less than five on him. It's just like, oh, if I have that there, and that there's there's John Rahm. Words, if five people take Robert McIntyre, I will publicly, like, okay, here we I'll go. I'll do something fucking go. crazy on next week's show if there's five people on Robert McIntyre. I will call them out each by name and call them imbeciles. <laughs> wow, that's, that's crazy. You idiots, <laughs> you dummies. You guys are stupid. Well, words. He's the backbone of my DraftKings. Oh, God. Oh, God damn it. Who was it last week that you're like, oh, he's in a lot of my lineups? And I'm like, oh. Joaquin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Christ. Yeah, you looked pretty good going in the weekend, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I looked real good on Sunday. I was counting that money. Being pretty good. Well, to Tulsa time, home of J.J. Kale. That's a musician, John. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? He's a singer-songwriter. Hey, home of the Tulsa Drillers, something I love to say whenever you knock a putting with some authority. Ah, oh, Tulsa Drillers. <laughs> home of uh, Mike Barkley. 
Oh, yes. The father hey, of John. You, this motherfucker right here doesn't think I know Sergio Garcia. <laughs> bitch, don't believe me. So we go to a fucking show at Kane's Ballroom. I think it was when our boys Montu opened for the Disco Biscuits or Umphreys, one of the two. Yeah. Everybody goes to Barclays, stays, and literally there's a picture of, well, somebody... Mr. Barkley's in there. He's like, yeah, you know, Sergio and I, you know, Sergio stays here whenever he plays in any events at Southern Hills. And uh, somebody's like, no way. You know Sergio Garcia? And he just stops everything. He's like, what? (laughs) Hey, this motherfucker right over here doesn't think I know Sergio Garcia. (laughs) He goes and gets a picture from the next room. He's like, see, it's me and Sergio right here. And that someone was (laughs) J.E. I was like, Pointed pointed right between his eyes. This motherfucker doesn't think I know Sergio Garcia. Oh, God, no, sir. So, I just, I mean. Yeah, but I remember, I think I slept underneath a pool table there at that party. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> so, anyways. I texted Bark this week. He's he's still in the league. He's playing. Good. Is he going to the tournament this week? You got an extra bedroom there, bud? Yeah, bub. I bet you Sergio's there right now, him and Angela. Angela. Maybe. No. Um, I did hear, though, uh, Caldwell, I think, has a buddy who uh, is just loaded and uh, Brooks is... <laughs> Brooks is renting his house. Nice. So I was like, hey, make sure you sniff some of Jenna's panties while she's in there. <laughs> make sure that toilet cam's turned on. Jean Bidet. Um, anyways, words. Yeah, um, again, I've played this course a million times. It's it's okay. Oh, you have? Have you ever played out in Southern Hills, John? <laughs> yeah, it's okay, bub. It's pretty good. No, but it looks great. Ever since JT posted that picture of him and Spieth going around, like, Two weeks ago, I mean, it looks absolutely amazing. I think 18 is going to give players serious, serious fits. So it's going to make the 16, 17, 18 finish is going to make for some serious drama come Sunday. I do think you're looking right. I think a safe number 10, 9, you know, especially if the wind gets going, who knows. But I think if you were to set it before, I haven't even looked. But I would think nine and a half is a good over under number for total score under par. You should run a book, like just a personal book. Yeah, I'd be like, uh, what side do I take? Oh fuck. Oh Christ. Yeah, no, I don't have enough money to do that. But I, I do think that it will be yielding not very many low scores. I mean, well, what's crazy is you, you know, we get to these major championships and we hear like these numbers like on the stimp meter, meaning how fast they're rolling at like eleven. 12 on crazy courses and here there it's like more like nine, nine. and a half yeah. nine just because uh the hills are so severe that you know if if the wind gets blowing 40 which is which is forecasted for friday morning early even just like crazy winds you can't even put your ball down to, to putt it so a little slower a little slower than they're used to maybe so for I, majors i was reading basically where now that the pga is moved from you know, the August glory's last shot to now the second major after the masters in May, they've subbed the extreme, extreme heat of, of Oklahoma to now they're going to catch some fucking windy ass days, which I love it. And you know, that got a, that's got to favor some of these guys that are used to playing in the wind. Like Bobby Mack, some of the Texas guys, some of the fucking Australian guys maybe. Um, But I still think that, the course has added enough length. I think it's going to be playing like right at 74 and a half ish. And so there's less of an emphasis, I think, on putting. It's going to be more ball striking and obviously getting up and down around the greens. So 
um, you know, you don't have to worry about the crazy, like, like Terrell was saying with Augusta, like, you leave yourself on the green in the wrong spot, even though you hit the green, you're fucked. Yeah, smaller green complexes, so there's less weird spots to be. But if you're not on them, they're going to roll off about 40 yards, yeah? Yeah. and The old Perry Maxwell special. Hey, one, one more. going to be shaved down. <laughs> one more story uh, about myself and playing this course. Uh, you know, obviously <laughs> it made news with the club pro, Kerry Cosby, caddied for Tiger whenever he snuck on the course and, you know, basically had news outlets reporting that Tiger Woods on site in Tulsa at Southern Hills. So Kerry Cosby carried his bag. Head golf. Former Sooner. Director of golf. Former Sooner. Um, I'm playing 13. I get in the green side, right green side bunker in two, which is a par five. And so I chip on. I've got about 15 feet for birdie, and I massively three jack. So I see, you know, I'd met Kerry before, and so he comes up, and I'm like, hey, Kerry, Johnny, it's good to see you again. Sorry you had to Who? W- sorry you had to witness that. And he goes, oh, it's all good. It happens all the time here. So, you know, three putting, even though they are slow, the green complexes are still Perry Maxwell's kind of trademark, so I think that some of these guys are still going to have some trouble getting the ball in the hole. Who knows how to putt on Perry? Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I didn't think that far. Ahead. <laughs> I, I said I wasn't taking Jordan. Speed, I just went one, fuck. two, three, just like the players. Here we <laughs> fucking go. I said baby. I wasn't taking Jordan, but I think I am now. No. Um, well, words. I mean, I guess should we just dive right into the featured groups? Is this? Are we getting there? Are we here? Did we forget anything? Yeah, I don't. I don't think we oh, did. One of my favorite things about Southern Hills, the the Roger Wheeler hit, you know, <laughs> in, in Black Mass, which is a true story. Roger Wheeler, a guy who had bought the like World High Lie Association for fifty million dollars, got shot and murdered in the Southern Hills parking lot after playing around a golf here in like nineteen eighty. You forgot to say tragically. Yeah, yeah. No, he like fumbled around for his keys for a second, and then the guy walks up and just blows him away while there's like people swimming in the pool, yeah. and they're like, ah. Yeah, his company basically went under after that. Telex. Yes. So lots of people lost their jobs as a result. Well, and uh, yeah. I think great. after he bought it, they realized they were like skimming money off the top. Yeah, of, that's of what he was like. I'm okay. Top. I guess I'm going to straighten up the books like, like a businessman does. <laughs> yeah, I paid 50 million. It's worth like 10. But, anyways, so that was the only other thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for bringing up Roger Wheeler again, I guess, man. Yeah. You should have shot him between the fucking eyes. Why? I'm just joking. I don't know. <laughs> so where was he shot? I don't know. I don't have no they idea. They shoot him in the ass and he bled out. That's a bad way to go. What was the old website where you could get like death photos? Rotten.com. Oh, God. <laughs> no, this, is, no. this isn't a show. Okay. Let's, let's talk about Mighty Duck 6. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, let's just dive into the feature groups. How about that? All right, Bubby. All right. Feature group. Morning group. Feature group one on Thursday. We've got Hideki Matsuyama. He's playing with. Xander Schauffele and Tony Finau. So Tony, you know, coming off of somewhat playing better, but still two years ago, sets up great for him. Recent form, I don't think so. Hideki is a sneaky, 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 really, really good pick. Yeah. Thought about it very hard, but um, you know him. I mean, I think if he doesn't get, he's got some great proximity to the hole. He might be number one proximity to the hole, but. When it comes to chipping, I don't know if I trust him well enough to think he's going to claim his second major here. So there is a weather window, kind of, you know, morning, afternoon, afternoon, morning, we talked about. And it looks like that the morning tea, tea times on Thursday, on Thursday, excuse me, um, are going to have an advantage just because the morning on Friday, it looks like it could legit get gusts up to 50 miles an hour early. And then later in the evening, it really calms down. So with that in mind, and... Where my heart is, 
I am going with Hideki Tatsuyama, <laughs> and I will be proudly represent rocking that Strixon hat on Thursday on, on ground on site. It's a good pick. I mean, he just came off of uh, T or yeah T three last week at the Byron, so he just finished playing in some wind. Obviously, he won the Masters last year. I like uh, that won he won the Sony this year when I picked him. Remember. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, it's a good pick, Words. I like it. I think that that's a value pick as well because— How many—I uh, was going to ask you, how many you think? Last week on JT, we didn't know. I think that I think Hideki is, is south of 20. Okay. I mean, between 15 and 20 would okay. be my guess. It was—okay. Uh, I'll just say, yeah, it was, it was between he and— uh, Xander. Lowry. Okay. Well, Xander, obviously, is the other Xander's guy. Xander's just—I've never—I've never—, I've never Jumped on the major Xander train. Uh, I know Fields has played him. He played him in like, what, eight in a row maybe? Yeah. And he had great finishes. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Just uh, didn't bring it down. I want people who I think win this fucking well, as I said, I picked Xander in the Masters. He let me down. I do still think, yes, it's, it's a month away, but Xander's track record in the U.S. Open is going to be something that I really have to shake off to not take him at the U.S. Open which is part of the reason why I did not take him here. Even though he's coming off of a 61, he's going to have to prove that over the course of four rounds instead of just one really good round. I mean, he was well on his way to missing the cut, as I mentioned before, before something changed. So either that something is going to completely, like I said, rocket up his ass to continue or... That'd be painful. Yeah, exactly. But no, I, I laid off of him, but... Uh, all right, so words. You're on Hideki in this group. Uh, that's a good one. I like it. Uh, you're you're getting out of the box a little bit more so than me. That's for sure. Um, the next feature group words. Well, it was supposed to be Bryson. He just withdrew earlier today. Have you heard who's taking his spot? No. One of the best putters on tour. A guy we've talked about a little bit on the show. Sm- First alternate, Denny McCarthy is Ooh. taking his spot. Um, he's going to be paired with Max Homa. Who good for Denny McCarthy. Yes. That's a sneaky kind of DraftKings play. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. So Max Homa, who obviously just won his um, last start at the Wells Fargo, and rounding out the group is the fucking Pratt, Terrell Hatton. It's Terrell. I think Terrell is actually the sneaky, really good pick here over um, Homa in this group. Um, and unlike Augusta, where you know he fucking put his foot in his mouth, put his foot up his ass, really. And, yeah, question <laughs> up out, his ass. Alistair McKenzie and, you know, this... Bunch of dead guys. I don't understand. It's so cool. Say, I love Terrell, and um, he plays really well on hard courses, um, smaller green complexes, tree line courses like this one. I didn't do it, but he was kind of one of the guys on my short list. Um, but he is like, like that's a that's a feast or famine type of deal. Well, we talked about Max. It's crazy to think, you know. Again, I think it's all his thinking he can hang with the best of the best. His best fucking finish in a major is T40. Yeah. Miss he, me. Miss me on that shit. Obviously, I think as confident he's ever been heading into a major, he had some very, very high praises, great things to say about Southern Hills, which was great to hear, but you're going to have to prove it to me in a major before you... Show me you believe in yourself like I believe in you, goddammit. Exactly. So I, I laid off the whole group, and obviously it sounds like you did too. Yeah. Even though um, his three-putt... Um, three putt avoidance is one of the best on tour. And I think he's on a run of like 200 plus holes, which is, you need that at majors. Solid. 
Um, words, the next featured group. You've got some local flair here, a guy who lives about an hour and 20 minutes away, even though he's from a whole nother world away. The man from Norway, Victor Hovland, he's playing with Will the Kid Zalatoris and the player's champion, Cameron Smith. Mm. Love everyone in this group. I laid off them all. Words, it really took everything from me to not pull the trigger on Cam Smith this week, but I, but I laid off of him even though if the conditions are what they say they're going to be and the winning score is around that single digits under par, I think Cam Smith is 100% right there in the mix. But even though he won the players, his form since then, it's like, okay, you won $3.6 million. Maybe I don't have to do anything else this year. Yeah, I don't think he his mindset is that because I do think that you know, the next progression for him is, especially after as many times as he's contended at Augusta, it's like, I need a, I need a major under my belt now. And, you know, one thing about Cam, he's got a great short game. He's a little loose off the tee, but it has opened up um, since our boy Gil uh, redid the course. And if I could pick anyone in the world to drain a 10-footer for my life, it's going to be Cam Smith. Yep. Um, who else? Okay, is it Willie Will Z? Will Zalatoris. Three-putt avoidance. We've always talked about that. and he's Coming off of a miscut in Dallas's hometown. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that means, I don't think that means much. I think he's, he's going to be really good this week. You know, even though I will say he hasn't like totally popped this year, and I just don't see his first win being a, uh, a major, right? I don't right? know. No, I don't know. Uh? I don't know. I, that, that wasn't enough for me to take in words, but I will say, like, it's weird – Although Victor played the Big 12s here, Victor lives close close by, I really at no point considered picking Victor this week. And call me foolish, but it's hard for me to get over the chipping yips that he does have, especially I mean, when I picked him at the Arnold Palmer, and he that's what let him down. He had a great round going. He was in contention, had a share of the lead, but he let himself down, and he let me down. Where yeah. it's, he didn't yeah. give a fuck about me, but it's hard for me to look past that. I mean, it's your... You're smart for thinking that way because it is awful. I mean, if you saw him chip at Bay Hill or Augusta, it was fucking brutal. Um, even dating back to the fucking his whole career, but even at the yeah. the uh, genesis at at uh, Riviera, I mean, his chipping in the biggest on the biggest stage is amplified, and no bigger stage than a major championship. So, and he hasn't played. He hasn't played since the team event. It is like okay, well, how can Victor, Victor could? I mean, he could top five here easily, and you would not be surprised, right? Right. It would take like what. 65 greens and reg that's a lot yeah and, and the other thing too is is i do think that obviously the lower the score the, the the better that is for a guy like victor um and by that i mean like i guess the higher the score technically like i think that he's he's built he's a u.s amateur champion he's built for a tough golf course uh, his game travels on tough golf courses but it wasn't enough to win me over to pick him and i did shy off Cam Smith as well. So you think a lot of you think Vic. I think Victor will. Who will be the highest picked guy in our league from this group? You think from this group? I, I think it's probably Victor. Um, but I do think Cameron Smith. That that was one of the things. It's like is I think you're sneaky? getting some serious value. Sneaky, do you I th- think? I think I think you're getting over, value with Cameron Smith this week. I think over thirty for Cam. If okay. not, then it's like damn. I should have picked Cam because he's he's fucking good. Well, words. The next featured group, a guy that I can't believe we haven't even said his name yet on the show. The GOAT. Tiger Woods. Like Paul Casey. Mark, Mark, Paul, <laughs> Paul Casey. Uh, Marquee group by far. You've got Tiger Woods, 
making another major start, his second start of the year, second start since that brutal, brutal car accident, which was a true accident. He did not do it on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) He's playing with Jordan Spieth. That was a real sadistic laugh after that. Well, anyways, he's playing with Jordan Spieth, who's the golden child. He finished, he won, he won two starts ago at the RBC, and last week he got second in his hometown event, so why not? translated to play well here not to mention the last leg of a grand career, slam as he called it an, the elephant in the room um yeah and, hey jordan no one's talking about you that much and then no, a guy who's no, on a eight-year drought of majors rory mcelroy which this course suits i i mean i think this course out of this grouping here obviously tiger at full if Tiger, Tiger is Tiger if, Prime Tiger, yeah, whatever. It's uh, it's 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 not Prime Tiger anymore. That's no, the thing. Sh- but in this group, it's it's got to suit Rory. Rory's style of play suits is wins in this group, in my opinion. I think it's yeah yeah. I think it suits all of them. But yes, Rory especially because when he is driving the ball with the fairways how they are, he's got the little draw working. Um, yeah, just how his game is. I mean, he's he's. I don't know though. Speeth, I just keep going back to Speeth. I'm not on him. I did not take him. Um, it is concerning because if he gets hot, you know, he gets on one of those runs, and it's just like you can't catch him. So there's there, this is such a compelling group for the, this reason. There, there's multiple reasons, but you know, can Speeth win the career Grand Slam? Is he putting too much pressure on himself, knowing that this is his last deal? Can Rory McIlroy shed the eight-year drought of winning majors? And then just the whole question mark that comes with Tiger. Yeah. What are your expectations for Tiger this week? I think he's going to make the cut. I think he looks, um, and he said he's stronger than he was at Augusta. He knows this course, even though it's changed significantly. But, you know, all things considering, now it is not. It, it, when he won it last, the PGA, it was like the, the rough, the Bermuda rough was thick as shit. He hit two drivers, I think, per day maybe. And it was like, okay, I'm going to dice this course up. It's positional golf because that's what it is. It's a second shot, cor- it's second shot golf course into the undulating greens. And how are you going to spin the ball in the greens and position yourself? And there's no one in the world that's ever been as good as Tiger. I don't care what you say. So he is obviously game for that. 15 years after he won the PGA in 2007. Yeah, I was there on that f- Saturday. It was the hottest I've ever been. I was there on Sunday. Saw him Bub, get the trophy, Bob. Bob. Um, he was like, John, I just want to throw the John English up there. Yeah, hey, where's that? Where's the bag? <laughs> <laughs> um, I just like, Tiger is also, he does seem like in a great state of mind. His eyes are clear, whatever, whatever you make of that. And he seems like he's kind of more energetic and just excited to be alive and playing golf and playing in majors. So that's Good to see it. I mean, it is crazy. Like, you got Scotty Scheffler, who is coming off his Masters win, is on a tear, a Tiger-like tear, and, you know, all the different storylines for all the players, but Tiger still just fucking trumps everyone when he plays. It's unbelievable. We talked about it. He transcends himself. So that's what's crazy, too, is, you know, everyone's making a huge deal about what Scotty's doing this year. He's he's winning at, like, a 24% clip on his starts this season. And I heard this on the radio. I'm not going to take credit for it. Tiger did that for 11 years. Tiger has a over 24% winning percentage in his career. Yes. And he hasn't won. He's won twice, three times in the last yeah, what is that eight number, years. What does that number look like if you cut it off at like 2016? Crazy. 
damn near 30%, like 28, 29%. I mean, it's, it's a joke, but for me, I do think he's going to make the cut. Obviously he set the, he set the bar pretty high with what we saw. He could, his potential after that first round 71 at Augusta, obviously the leg looked like shit on Sunday. I think it's going to look a lot better because as we said before, five, six weeks for a broken limb and getting stronger, that's that's a long time. Easier walk. Now, if he can if he can get himself to where he is inside the top, you know, fifteen heading into Sunday, now that's when I start getting rock hard. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm definitely gonna try to catch a piece of Tiger tomorrow. I mean, obviously that's gonna be the hardest group to follow, but I d- I've got to see him with my own eyes one last time. You've seen the 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 stat it's been on golf channel a lot but the four of the past five major champs that have won here have led after saturday yeah or after friday, friday. friday. After yeah friday friday after friday and then yeah so that's it's, that's a that's you a gotta nice get stat. off to a good start yeah. and rory has not done that lately no so what mr rory- backdoor <laughs> backdoor no baby breaking fucking glass coffee tables <laughs> we want to get into that again, bub? Let's do it. <laughs> allegedly, Rory, f- <laughs> allegedly lo- Rory fell through a yeah. glass table fucking a girl, and that's why he and Caroline Wozniacki broke up. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> elephant in the room. <laughs> Fuck you, Jordan. That's the elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was such an incredibly brief synopsis of uh, exactly what happened. Yeah, that was it, babe. You know, I'm just wearing these long sleeves because it's, uh, you know, it's hot. I'm uh, not a cutter. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a cutter. Sorry, Wozy. Uh, so, out of this group, though, I think... <laughs> Are you on any? No, I'm not anybody, but I w- I, I, I've got to... Just like the public, i got to think Jordan Spieth has the best finish. I don't know. There's just something about Rory now. Um, I don't know. Okay. Rory is lurking. Well, you know me, words. I you you told me just like you tried to bully me into taking Tiger at the Masters. <laughs> you tried bitch. to ask me if I'm going to take him here. Yeah, save it for the show. I'm not he taking says. him. Save it for the show. He says. I'm, I'm like, oh my god, this is going to be so I'm good. I'm not taking Tiger because you don't have any balls. Whether or not if Tiger wins, I still win, even if I don't pick him. Nah, because I'm on him. No, you're not. No, I don't. <laughs> no, you're not, motherfucker. Would that have ruined your whole weekend, maybe? Especially if you if you had enough balls to take Tiger Woods, pins. I'd I'd come over there and I'd blow you right now like I'm Michael Peterson. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, move real on. quickly, yeah. Moving on. All right, the next featured group words we've got Brooks Kepka. He's playing with your guy from Northern Ireland, Shane Lowry, and Adam Scott, who has been. Kind of hit or miss as well. I mean, in his uh, in his 40s now. I mean, geez. getting ready to hightail it up to live golf. I think Adam Scott, this course sets up very well for him. Um, but his putter, I mean, I just fucking, it scares the shit out of me every time I see him grab that broom handle. Um, the Brooks, Shane Lowry narrative is really interesting to me because if you recall, Brooks roughed up Shane at the Ryder Cup. And I think that Shane is playing 10 times better than Brooks right oh, now. Yeah. I think Brooks is playing like a piece of shit. And this is from me, Shinnecock Words and Brooks. I mean, we have history, big history. Bell Reeve. I mean, <laughs> we go way back. Uh, you don't use the words Bell Reeve in front of me. That's when Tiger shot 64 and Brooks edged him. Fuck Brooks yeah, for that. Brooks was on the roster, babe. Come on. <laughs> so I did not take Brooks. It sounded like you it were was, pretty close to taking Shane. I was really close to taking Sugar Shane. He's, a, uh, he's the backbone of my one big DraftKings lineup. So fucking take it. 
Okay. Uh, but yeah, his short game, he can get it up and down from anywhere. He's a great putter. Um, you know, his long iron, his irons are good. I mean, Shane's playing well. He hasn't won since, uh, fucking uh, open. Yeah, Northern Ireland. So, but Port Rush at old Royal Port Rush. So that is a concern. Um, and that's why I legit, I, I just said, okay, I'm going to go with Hideki. Yeah. Well, you know, Brooks, th- this is his first start since the Masters. He exactly. withdrew last week. And he said he, I, I saw his press conference. He mentioned kind of in passing, he got another shot in his, and he also, they're asking like, okay, well, what's like, you know. And he locked his keys in his car. Him. Yeah, fuck. I mean, oh, he was so gracious about that too. He was like, oh, I don't know. It was his, it was his fucking fault. Yeah. It was He's the fun. idiot. I don't know what he was doing. Uh-huh. Drinking Mickey Ultra. No, but he said that he he mentioned from his kneecap. He's like, I mean, my kneecap. It's you know, it's twenty five percent there from what it was two years ago. Meaning, like he's kind of already just like kind of built an excuse and stuff. Yeah, no, and and I do think that there's there's a lot to be said about just the, he he withdrew last week. Didn't give any real reason for it, um, you know. But if there's one thing I've learned, words is he's a guy that. Oh, could literally would play yeah. any time. And, and would I know, be surprised if he won? And we we talked. No. We didn't even bring. We haven't even said the words Phil Mickelson yet. But Who you know, cares? Phil didn't even show up. But did you realize that Brooks fucking was runner up to Phil last year? They're in the final group. Yeah, yeah. Phil slow played his ass. He got bored. So He's like, how do you want to be here? Well, that's kind of the thing. Words is I. I really. You see Brooks. You see his track record. It's hard to fade him. But I think as far as getting value for him, this is the week. So I'm on him. Oh my God! I'm taking Evan. Brooks. I'm taking Brooks this week. I, I'm just wow. thinking he's gonna he's gonna push away all the things that every fucking major championship. When you look at the scoreboard and you see Brooks, you're like, God damn it! What the fuck is with this guy? And you're- I'm not gonna be the guy that is not on him because of that. I'm going with Brooks, and I think it's the most value you're gonna get for a Brooks pick in a major championship that we've seen in the last four or five years since last year. That's <laughs> exactly one year ago. When Do you realize that he top three in in three of them or top five in three of the majors last year? U.S. Open, Masters, and uh, yeah, the PGA. Yeah, I mean, he's still the track record's still there if you go back and look at it. I don't give a fuck if he hasn't played since the Masters. I think this is all a fucking mind game. He's going to show up and he's going to fucking deliver. Maybe he'll win. We'll see. I, I, let's. I want to see Brooks Kepka of old, baby. I think that the Brooks Kepka of old is still not back. Okay, T6 was what the open. So Oh, you fucking liar, man. T2 PGA, T4 US Open, T6 Open Championship. He actually missed the cut because last year in the Masters was the one that he had just had the surgery. That's right, and then no one picked him for the PGA. Yeah, so it's, it's interesting, Johnny. That's a, uh, that's a ballsy little pick. Well, he's been hitting like shit. Well, we haven't seen him. We haven't seen him since Augusta. And he where played, he missed the cut. Where he missed the cut. Which, you know, so did Jordan. And he's very popular this week. So it's, it's just... So you do not care about recent form. Um, I care about major championships. And nobody has played him better in the last five years than Brooks Kepka. There you go. So. Well, hey, only one of us will be right and only one of us will be wrong. <laughs> if he gets third, I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wrong. Yeah, bitch. Loser. You didn't win. Fucking loser. <laughs> All right, so I'm on Brooks out of that group. Uh, the next feature group, John, words. I can't fucking believe you're on Brooks, and I'm not at a Can major. Can you believe that? What the? Yeah, I'm a little 
shook. So I think, haven't you taken Brooks a couple times this year already? You took him at the Masters. I took him at the fucking players. I took him at the players. I I skipped him on the Masters. Okay. I took Scotty. And I think that, oh yeah, he won. Yeah. It was a good, it was a good one. Well, words, this next featured group is what one I've heard that is arguably the next kind of biggest buzz of, of the groups. There's three big groups, but this is one of them. You've got the man with the golden nose, Dustin Johnson. He's playing with Patrick Cantlay. And the third guy in this group, Justin Thomas, 2017 PGA champion. It's an awesome group. As kind of the other ones, like I wouldn't be surprised if any one of these guys ended up bringing it down. DJ has been getting fucking married and not doing jack shit since Augusta. Yeah, he played last week though, and like kind of rattled off like a what eight under one round, and you're like, oh my god, he's he's fucking. back. No, it was actually like a six hundred with a bag. I think it may have just been like a six hundred and one nine hole stretch, and then like that was kind of it, and then he lost interest. You know, he yeah, he's always there. I'm I'm not on him. I can't stomach the thought of uh, what could go wrong. JT is hitting the ball. As good as anyone in the world right now, and he's like he's hitting the ball a lot better than what he's he's like placed out at tournaments, and he's won a PGA. He loves the PGA. It's what are we going on? Fifteen months now since his last win. His last win was the PGA or the Players last year. That's right, and that's why I took him last week. I was like, this guy wants a fucking win, and he ended up he went the, the full distance, which was great. Uh, only finished you know top five or whatever, but that was good. Um, I I can't do it for him. I can't do it. Um, to I think he's going to be too poppy, and uh, I just didn't want to. Well, I think DJ, out of this crew, is probably the one flying the most under the radar just because he hasn't had that success. But really, Pat- Cantley? Patrick Cantley is 100% flying under the radar. Because he sucks in majors so far. But it's just like, when is it going to happen for him? He's too fucking good. This course it, sets up to him per- perfectly. Yes, yes. Perfect yes, setup for yes, Patrick Cantley. Yes. So you're taking him? No, no, I completely okay. agree. Like I, I, that's the thing. I, I think that it couldn't set up any better for Patrick Cantlay, and it just there's something about the major championship. It's like, okay, two weeks from now is the Memorial, and he lucked out because John Rahm got COVID. I probably will just use my pick there when it's the same purse instead of a major because for whatever reason he decides he's going to play way better in that than he would in a major. But words, I'm on Justin Thomas this week. Good, that's a good pick. Yeah, I haven't picked him once this year. I figure, and yes, I know it's going to be a popular pick, but there's something about the fact that his dad is a PGA club pro, and this tournament means so much more to him. And to be quite honest, if there's an easier major to win, it's probably this one. I think he puts too much pressure on himself at Augusta. You just said Southern Hills was easy. I don't think he, I think he puts too much pressure on himself to win the Masters. I think the U.S. Open doesn't necessarily set up great for him, even though he shot 63 at Aaron Hills when Brooks won. But I do think that he there's something about the PGA Championship and his dad and everything else that I could just see Justin Thomas lifting his second Wanamaker trophy. So that's why I picked him. Yeah, that's a good pick. Hadn't won in 15 months, though. Yeah, well, he's due. What was it? Uh, Caldwell said there's something about the— He is due, and there's also something about finishing in the top five the week before PGA that it's uh, the stats there are real nice. Opposite of your Brooks pick, so that's good. That kind of evens you out there, bub. Cantley, though, man, it's just like, is it going to happen? You know, we go back to the pressure. It's like, okay, there's championship pressure. But I saw him get a really hairy up and down after flubbing a chip shot with $10 million on the line. So it's like, what? He's got that He's got that down. It's like, what is it? I don't know. 
I don't know, but I, I do think there's something to be. I'm, s- I'm saying this like talking through because like he's definitely one of like the DraftKings guys. I'm like, do I need to just put him in there? He's not gonna miss the fucking cut, is he? Well, you know, we thought he was buried. We thought he was dead and and gone at the Masters. Um, you know, and then he turns around and has a great second round after I think he shot 75 day one, 74, 75 day one. Turns around and has one of the best rounds of the day on Saturday. Ends up just kind of having a ho-hum like T8 in the Masters. And it's like hmm. still pretty solid. You know, if JT top tens it for me this week, I'll be happy. But I think that you got probably closer to top five. Win. Yeah. I mean, JT has the firepower. And what a better time to get off the fucking drought of not winning. So, Oh, man, I'm so happy I get an excuse to cheer against JT again. <laughs> Okay, so I'm on JT in that group. You're not on any of them. Um, the next featured group word we got a we got a head scratching group here. We got my mate Jason Day. He's playing with Ricky Fowler, local flair who fuck teased the idea of joining Live Golf. And the third guy in this group, very well liked player on tour, but never won on tour before. Harold Varner the third. Yeah, pass them all. Pass them all. Pretty easy. Same. Um, same. There, there's how'd not Ricky much. get in the field? Do we know? Uh, surprisingly, you know, last last year he top twenty. He t tinned, I think, at Kiowa. It okay, was, he so had a it was pretty an automatic good automatic qualifier. Nice. Even though I think it's only like t is it t eleven in ties or t twelve in ties? I don't know what it is but, for the PGA to the yeah. So he actually had a pretty good pretty good week last year in Kiowa. So um, <laughs> what else can be said about this group? I put I'll my just, neck on the line for day, and he fucked me over. You know, his one yeah. major championship he won at uh, Whistling Straits in 2015. I could definitely see Day having a low round of the day. Um, no pun intended. Third, third, or yeah, Thursday or Friday. And Ricky kind of let slip this week that he has a, a mental coach now that he's working at, and that's like that's a good thing to know. Sixty days, like that'll be good. Yeah. Takes a little while. Yeah. Hey, don't don't get all in your head now. But so you're you know, fucked. I got I got married. And I fucking hate my wife. <laughs> yeah, we have a kid. And oh, I hate her Christ. too. <laughs> well, uh, words. So I I mean, I don't have any more to say about that group. I just want to fuck my ex girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, Alexis. Oh, Ooh, oh Texas. yeah. Texas. <laughs> um, all right, words. So that leads us to the final featured group, and this is the only other heavy, heavy, heavy hitter group. The number one, the number two, and the number three player in the world. Basically, my lineup for the Players' Championship. (laughs) You got John Rahm. He's playing with Colin Morikawa and the number one player in the world, Scotty Scheffler. Which one are you taking? I'm taking Scotty. Yeah. I can't get off that chalk. Obviously, he loves it here. Won the PGA champion, or won the Big 12 championship here. Showed up a couple weeks ago. Shot a 64, just kind of with his eyes closed. By far the most picked guy this week, without question, but for a reason. I think Scotty Scheffler is going to play well, and if he does not top 10, I'll kill myself live on air. <laughs> <laughs> I think Scotty Scheffler's game is tailor-made for majors. I picked it, my first. I picked Scotty Scheffler in the British Open last year when Colin Morikawa won, and he was in contention the whole time. All he's done is back it up. Every major championship he's played in, he is fucking... Looked the part and played the part. So why change that now? I think even with all the pressure of being the pre-tournament favorite, number one in the world, he can handle it, and he loves the golf course. He said this is one of his favorite courses anywhere. So I like Scotty Scheffler to play, and I I honestly think he's probably going to win, just like Marco Mira did winning the first two majors in 98. Oh, how about that little (laughs) cheeky little drop, Bob? Yeah. 
You're talking. You're talking about Sheffer like you took him at Augusta. <laughs> you're on him and Rom, aren't you? Which I did. <laughs> I am on Scotty. I just you gotta. I gotta keep rolling the dice on him and majors. Like yep. you said, he just yep. he likes the big stage and he knows he can win them now. I'm not on Rom. Rom is very very. I I switched my pick from Rom to Scotty as we were sitting here before we started recording. I don't know who's going to be number one overall, whether it be Scotty or Rom. Um, but you know, I'll have three Rom bullets, as you said. Memorials next week. It's going to be hard. Not two weeks. To, two weeks. Excuse me. I'll be on him with you. <laughs> that's yeah, that's well, why. That is exactly why I switched yeah. off of John Rom is yeah. because he wants redemption at Memorial. Uh, I think he wants to major more. Well, but, yeah, for sure. You know, hopefully he's not going to be too disappointed when Colin Morikawa. I'm going with guys with Japanese descent this week, baby. Okay. Give me Colin. You know, I don't know. Hey, I think the biggest thing that people talk about here, you know, of course they talk about how the roll-offs of the greens are going to be great. Hit but the what they're the always saying is, this is a ball striker's paradise. Colin Morikawa is the definition of a ball striker, and he's won a PGA championship before. So His first one he ever played, in fact. Yes. Um I love the Colin Morikawa pick. I was very tempted to pick Morikawa simply because I haven't picked him this year. That's kind of why I went with JT because I haven't used one of the JTs. I obviously haven't used a Brooks pick. That partly played into what we were doing here. These guys are on the afternoon morning. Yeah, so it's awful. And I've got two in the fucking the, same group, which yeah. is really, really painful. But I had Scheffler and Morikawa even before they released groups this week. I was like, I'm taking these two guys and I was kind of dead set in my ways, and I tried to talk myself off of one of them before we. I was toiling, as you as I do every fucking week, sitting here looking at your ass. I was toiling, but I don't know how to get off either one of them, and uh, I hate picking two guys in the same group. I really do, but well, they're two really good horses. Well, I think this is something you got to think about. Words is if Rom wins, I'm really gonna we're gonna, both gonna kill ourselves on live on air. I think that. It was very hard not to take Rom, but I knew, hey, if you're listening to this goddamn show, Words and I are both taking Rom at the memorial. <laughs> but what I mean is this isn't the same type of penalizing morning-afternoon start that we saw at the players. Like, those guys were hitting balls in the water. There's so much more water there. There's not very much water here at Southern Hills. I think the wind, yes, it will be hard. It will be a factor, but it will not be a difference in guys making the cut versus the morning-afternoon draw. I don't think the book of the draw is going to I hope not. be as much of a difference as it was at the Players' Championship. Yeah, it should not be. You're right, for as much water as there is at uh, Sawgrass. And, and trust me, I know because I, I played this course a lot. And I've played Sawgrass a lot, so it's cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, once. <laughs> From the blue From tees. The fuck you. <laughs> I knew tees. that was coming. It was the second tease that day. Okay. You bitch. <laughs> and onward. Yeah, so uh, I will say... Uh, the one, the one time that, the one good round I've had here, DJ shot the same thing and played like shit. <laughs> not Dylan, not 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 Dustin Johnson, D- Dylan Jordan, our guy, DJ. But uh, no, I, I I do think it's going to be a tough test for these guys. I love it. I love being able to relate to where they are on the golf course, what hole they're playing, knowing. Oh yeah, I made birdie. There, oh but, yeah, yeah. Which hole did you birdie? Uh, I, I birdie a lot of holes out there, but. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I will say all of the par threes, Colin Morikawa already made a, he made an ace on Monday in his practice round on number six. AC. Um, so 
For all of those that are going to be in attendance, Words and I will both be out there tomorrow. It's going to be a hell of a day. Shoot us a text if you're out there. But I do think a great spot to try to catch some good action will be on around the five green, six green kind of area because five is a par five people are going to be hitting into. And then you get to follow it up with a par three on number six. So um, I spent some time there in 07 when I saw Tiger when he was playing with for Plank. But um, is eight typically a par five, but they're turning into a par three? I'm trying to think of which hole I saw Tiger birdie in 07. We can talk uh, about this Yeah, later, eight, eight's a par three. Eight's, eight's just a no, but monster par three. Not the one I'm thinking of. Okay. But I do, again, I think that it's going to set up for an amazing finish on Sunday. 18 is as tough of a closing hole as you're going to get, especially with the new tee they've got back there. So um, if you've got tent passes or any sort of hookup, please holler at Words and I. <laughs> we'd love to not pay 18 bucks a beer <laughs> fuck that man i'm on the kona yeah, yeah. i may work yeah i went and got i went and got like a 500 spot out of the fucking bank today just to pay gray for my ticket and all the booze i'm gonna drink so okay so i'm gonna one cheeky guy we haven't mentioned who is really flying under the radar who have has played really well at kind of tough courses windy courses i think he had a top 10 at shinnecock burger Okay. That, talk about a guy that's flying under the radar for being a top 15 player in the world. Burger. Um, and I, you heard me say this with Colt last night. I love Cam Young. Cam Young's my alternate this week. I really thought hard about picking him, but for a guy that drives the ball, he's number two strokes gained off the tee. Maybe he can't chip that well, but for a, go- a tough golf course, look out for PGA Tour rookie Cam Young this week. Everything's- really like him. Everything is saying that he should pop here, which is why I will have a $1 bet with you that he misses the cut. Okay. And I like him. So who do you, who do you like? Who, give me another long shot. <clears throat> Not long, but uh, we talked about, okay, Leishman. How about Leish? We haven't talked about him. Win player. A uh, little wild off the tee, but it's opened up, like you said. Can get up and down from a lot of different places. Can get a little putty. Um, another thing, words we talked about this earlier, you know, from from a Oklahoma born and bred kind of guy, Taylor Gooch, who obviously sizzled at the fall fall part of the season, kind of has had a little bit of a regression at this part. Obviously, last week he missed the cut, but great Augusta. I think he really wants to play well in his home state, and he's catching like a hundred to one odds this week. So that's um, pretty cheeky. He's having his foundation tournament. Uh, Monday at Tulsa Country Club that I know several guys are playing with, and I know a lot of the pros are sticking around to play in. So hopefully his buddies like Max and other guys make the cut so they don't decide, hey, Taylor, I'm heading back to Scottsdale. I'm I'm out of here, bub. Have you played TCC? I have. Yeah, it's it's a great great course. Yeah, I have. Um, Actually, great story. I played in a – it was a U.S. Am qualifier there. And, yes, I played words. Um, it was a practice round. I was caddying for my buddy, and he was like, hey, man, just fucking bring your clubs. Like, play. Like, don't. So there's like 30 people surrounding the one tee box, and I go to hit my drive, and it's like a it's like a five or three wood. Were they like, whose little brother I, is this? I, to- I topped it off the tee, <laughs> and everyone's just like, <gasps> I go, yeah, I'm the caddy. And they just all died laughing. <laughs> and and so on the third hole, third hole is a par five, and I fucking smoked one. And I swear to God, the, anyone around? The anyone dude, see that? The dude that was in the playing, the group that was playing with us, just like kind of quickly looked back at me, and I was like, "Yeah, dude, I, I got some speed though." But, I'm, a, I'm a sick caddy, bro. But yeah, I, I played in a practice round as a caddy, and I'm sure everyone hated me. I love that you're. I'm, I'm the caddy. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm the I'm the caddy, guys. It's cool. 
Yeah. So, um, yeah. So words. We got another fucking major on our hands. Jesus <sighs> Christ. I any just, any love for Joaquin this week? You know, the one thing I love about Joaquin, he the shines off of him. Which he's I love. playing with Harry Higgs, and I was joking like, "Hey, well, don't watch out for Harry Higgs. He might pop this week." You no. know, Harry Higgs T five last year at Kiowa. Yep, so, I remember that. Um, Making fifty footers. I, I would love to see a guy like that. I'd love to see a guy like Joel Damon hanging around. Like, I just want to see somebody off the beaten path, which the PGA Championship always seems to deliver. Yes, that absolutely. obscure guy. Yes. Which I think Cam, Cam Young might Cam be Young, that guy. Man, maybe I'm just totally off. I'm just off on him because he's going to be 30% DraftKings, and so I, I I need to fade him. But uh, yeah, Cam Young does make more sense the more and more you hear about it. Who are the other like first-time PGA? It's like that 30 to 60 uh, to 1 odds is kind of like the bread and butter. So name off some of those dudes. We All haven't right. talked about. Well, here's what's funny. You know, you got Tiger. He's about 75 to 1. And Cam Young is is dead even with Tiger. But ahead of that, it's crazy. Like Sam Burns, who obviously missed the cut last week, 40 to 1. Matt Fitzpatrick, 40 to 1. Uh, Will Zalatoris, 33 to 1. Brooks Kepka, 35 to 1. Um, and then, you know, it, it's kind of a who's who word. So between our picks, obviously, Scotty, tournament favorite, co-tournament favorite now with John Rahm. Um, but then... It goes Rory, JT are tied right there, but then Spieth, Morikawa are kind of right in the same boat. Um, so from your picks, words you've got Scotty at the tournament favorite, Colin Morikawa eighteen to one, and Hideki Matsuyama. Hideki is actually up there too. He's right there behind him at twenty two to one with Cameron Smith and Xander. So um, I think from a from an obscure thing that we a guy we haven't said, and again we talked about this being a ball strikers paradise. Corey Connors, Corey Connors is absolutely. up there pretty high. He he's sandwiched right in there between Daniel Berger and Max Homa. So, um, and don't sleep on a guy like Abe Anser here, even though it's a long course. I mean, a guy that hits fairways, hits greens, and obviously a little Oklahoma flair to him. So he um, just hadn't been doing it this season. He has. I would love it. Yeah, of course. So. All right. Well, that's that's about that's all I got. That's the PGA Championship from Southern Hills. And we got boots on the ground for the first round tomorrow. Yeah, we're so good about posting Insta stories, so I'm sure you guys will get nothing. Yeah, do they? is this like Augusta? They're like, hey, where's your cell phone? Shove it up your ass. No, here they're like, dude, why are you not taking a selfie or shooting a Tic Tac? Yeah, well, maybe words. We'll we'll get together. Maybe we'll we'll see each other tomorrow. We'll do like an interview with uh, each other. No, we're <laughs> – oh, Gil. I missed Gil's call. Oh, rats. Maybe next year. Yeah. Well, all right, Johnny. You got any other words? I got nothing. If you haven't heard, we obviously are repping the Piper Golf brand, piper.golf, um, at piper.golf. Uh, go go on their website. These guys are legit. Again, I've, I've said this a lot. Go to their website. Buy some golf balls. They're great balls. There you go. <laughs> Nam- Namnarf is a, also a half spokesperson. Yeah, I get I get a text message from the CEO of the company. Who, who is uh, who is Na- who is Narf? I'm like, uh, <laughs> well, he's a very important man. <laughs> yeah, let me guess. He bought a fucking million golf balls. No, but yeah, no, we know it was you, Narf. <laughs> and, then, and then call Opolis and ask where the fuck their whole nun merch is. Yeah, and then again, swing by Mosaic to get some of that resonant good good. Yes, that's it. That's it. There's no one else we need to shout out. <laughs> no, just you and me, bub. Yes. Good luck. Hey. And when I mean good, I really mean bad. So, yeah, one last time. Words is on Hideki Matsuyama, Colin Morikawa, and Scotty Scheffler. I'm on Scotty Scheffler, Brooks Kepka, and Justin Thomas. So those are the shit picks. Gosh.
going to be pretty ugly. But you guys, it's a major championship week, and tomorrow's Thursday morning, and the possibilities will be endless. You will be in first place when you wake up. So embrace that. Enjoy it. Watch the golf. Have fun. And keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. (laughs) 